Hello and welcome, everybody. This is Kendi Foster, your host today. Hey, I have a great show today, and uh, I really mean it. You know, we're going to be talking about how to deal with life, how to understand life. Uh, I know that you, like me, are surrounded by a lot of challenges every day. And I also know this, that there a lot of folks out there have been going through a little more than their fair share of challenges since uh, the uh, uh, pandemic hit, since the lockdowns, the masking, the mandates and all that. A lot of people are going through health challenges. They've lost their businesses. They're going through relationship challenges. Just a lot going on. So how do you stay centered when all of that's happening into your life? How do you stay calm? How do you stay even-minded? How do you stay connected to your own passion, your own light, your own um, wisdom and courage and confidence? How do you stay uh, connected to that? Well, I have a guest today that's going to be able to help answer that question for us. He's going to give you some insights and he's got a new book out there that actually this book is going to help you stay connected. Wait till you hear about it. He's a New York Times bestselling author and uh, he'll be uh, with me in just a moment as soon as I get back from the break. I'm Ian Clark with Activation Products, here to tell you that I get the deepest sleeps at night without counting sheep. Ease is transdermal magnesium, which means it absorbs through your skin. And many people are deficient in magnesium, which means they have too much calcium. When you've got too much calcium in your body, you can end up with heart palpitations, sore muscles, stiff joints, anxiety, and definitely poor sleep patterns. When you apply ease to start your day, then regardless of the stressors in your life, you can rest blissfully because we've sold more than 750,000 bottles of this effective spray, helping countless people fall asleep without counting feet. Right to your door in just a few days, we'll deliver your brain the fuel it needs. You can now expect unexpected surges of joyful mental energy. Then click the link below, and for less than a dollar a day, you can upgrade your health right now. Well, welcome back, everybody. And I uh, just want to comment on that last commercial. Ian Clark is the CEO of Activation Products. And you can find uh, his products at activationproducts.com. For those of you that listen to me on the Radio. I don't think it was mentioned in that. So I want to make sure that you get it. Amazing products will really help you take your health and vitality to the next level. All right, let me get to my guest today. His name is Dr. Norman Rosenthal, and he has been on my show before because I've invited him back. He is a world renowned psychiatrist, researcher, and best selling author who has described. The Seasonal Affective Disorder, SAD, he uh, was the first one to describe it and pioneered the use of light therapy and treatment during his 20 years at the National Institute of Mental Health. He is a highly cited researcher. He's written over 200 articles, scholarly articles, and he's co-authored and authored uh, uh, about 10 popular books. He's got a new one out. We're going to talk about that today. And Dr. Norman, uh, welcome to the show. It's great to have you again. Oh, it's so good to be here. Wow. You know, um, you heard my intro. You know, a lot of people going through challenges and stuff. Um, you know, uh, you've done a lot of work in uh, 
transhumanism, trans, uh, you know, uh, tra- transcendental meditation. You got a book out there on that. And I have a new book out there. Uh, we're going to, uh, you know, how, but before I get to the book, how do you help people to like stay alive, stay alert, stay healthy, stay vital during all these challenging times? I would say any way I can. So that means listening to them, which is a key skill. Uh, it's easier to talk than to listen. And I think that one of the things a lot of people are suffering from is nobody's giving them attention. Everybody is flooded, overloaded, overextended. So whatever their issues or their problems are, they're often getting ignored. And so I think just listening and then thinking, how can I help this person? How can oh, I, I really this? like that a lot. And I, uh, I think we do do a lot of talking, not enough listening and deep listening, listening past the words to what individuals are really saying. Your latest book, uh, Poetry Rx, How 50 uh, Inspiring Poems Can Heal and Bring Joy into Your Life. Uh, that really caught my attention because, um, you know, it's, it's not only listening to others, it's listening to ourselves. I, I, is what I, I guess you would say too, right? And poetry oh, helps definitely. us do that, right? Definitely. Yeah. Listen, listen to yourself and what uh, your messages are. And in fact, I was just thinking today when I first came out with a book, I've got a great publicist and he said, you know, it seems to me that what you're saying is that a poem is like a vaccine for the soul. And of course, right now in this COVID era, Vaccines are very much on our mind. And I thought, well, that's just a great line, but does it mean anything? And then I thought, you know, it really does mean things because there are poems and sometimes they could even be prayers that we remember and that we think about and that we say to ourselves maybe when we're despairing or we're low. or So almost like a vaccine kicks in when you're exposed to a virus or a bacterium, it kicks in and it protects you. Uh, things that we remember, comforting words, kick in when you most need them. And so in a way, it is like a kind of vaccine for the soul. Well, I really like that. And I I think that, um, you know, poetry right now today has become very popular. You know, word artists around the world are speaking their truth, speaking their wisdom and you know, when I listen to it, it, it uplifts me. It makes, brings joy in my heart. And it also helps me to really introspect. I'm, I'm going within and I'm listening to maybe some of those things that, uh, you know, I'm not paying attention to, but maybe should pay attention to. Um, it, does that happen for you with, with the poetry? Oh, definitely. In fact, one of the great poetic healers of all time and I have included three of her poems in my 50-poem collection, is Emily Dickinson. And, you know, I'm, I'm a sort of healer. In other words, part of my identity is what can I do to make a difference in people's lives? And there's a very short poem that kind of sums it up so well and that has become one of the favorite, my favorite touchstones that I go back to. It's very short. Here it is. She writes, if I can stop one heart from breaking, I shall not live in vain. If I can ease one life the aching or cool one pain, 
or help one fainting robin unto his nest again, I shall not live in vain. Mm, mm. Is that beautiful? You know, I, it, it is beautiful. And I think of um, just going to the grocery store and seeing that cashier that's been sitting on their feet or standing on their feet for hours and just putting a smile on their face, you know, cracking a there joke, you saying exactly. hi. You know, we can all do this. Just these little things that add up. I so agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, what inspired you to go from, um, you know, uh, I want to say a researcher into uh, a book of poems? What 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 inspired you to do that? What what inspired this book? Well, firstly, I've always been interested in unconventional ways of making a difference. If I see a picture in an art gallery. I'm as likely to look in the corners of the picture than in the center of the picture. I always look for the way that other people haven't maybe looked for things. And so that led me to use light as a treatment. And I've uh, worked with a colleague to use Botox as a depression treatment and uh, various other things. And so it's very logical that I would think of an out-of-the-box treatment And I usually say, what's worked for me? What's made a difference in my life? And so poetry's always had a resonance for me. I've always thought of it, kept it in my mind. And um, it seemed like a a logical thing to do, but there was a breakthrough experience. Mm -hmm. I was on the phone with a friend late at night and he called and he said, you know, I'm devastated. I've lost somebody I've loved. You know, how will I ever manage? And I thought, what can I say? Can I say time heals all wounds, blah, blah, blah. But And which it does, of course, in many instances. But I, I wanted to give him something that was a customized thing, not kind of off the shelf. So I said, you know, knowing that he's an artist, I said, you know, losing is an art. And like any other art, it can be developed. And he said, wow, you know, have you read that poem? I said, no, which one? And he said, One Art by Elizabeth Bishop. And he read it to me. It starts, the art of losing isn't hard to master. Some things are filled with the intent to be lost. So their loss is no disaster. And she goes on and on about bigger and bigger losses she's had. And finally, she it becomes clear she's writing to her lost lover. She said, even losing you, your joking voice, a gesture I love, I shan't have lied, it's evident. The, lo- the art of losing's not too hard to master. So, so he read it and I listened. And at the end, I could hear his voice lifting and he was feeling better. And curiously, so was I. And I thought, this is amazing. A poem can help a grieving person to feel better and it can help somebody else and I really need to look into it so I looked one after the other I asked my patients I dug into my own experience and before long I had come up with 50 poems and that's the substance of the book but of course I I discuss them I talk about how the poem and the poet work together and I give people little nuggets that they can take away and use themselves You know, I love that because I think, you know, poetry helps us understand our own human 
nature, our, our humanity, and helps us to reconnect with that, that deeper side of ourself, uh, the soul. Our, you know, people are going through challenges right now. Um, seems like for me, when I, I go through that, I, I want to read something that's going to move me. Um, I think that's that's in this book. It's it's there definitely. I did want to say one other thing. I want to comment that um, you know it's been uh, mentioned that you know you 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 brought light therapy into the research. Well, words are also light. They shine light on the on the dark sides of ourselves. They shine light on the goodness in life. Um, what you say to that? Oh, I I have no question of that. Um, that words are like light. Um, and they can they can exhilarate, you know. They can deal with the the highest thrills and passions that anybody could express. And uh, I include some of those poems in what um, Maslow called peak experiences, experiences that seem so intense and transcending. And uh, we feel that when we are asked what are our most meaningful experiences in our lives. Sometimes we choose these these experiences. There's a wonderful one called High Flight. Uh, Ronald Reagan cited it after the explosion of the shuttle Challenger. And um, it's, it starts, we have slipped the surly bonds of Earth. It's, it's so exhilarating. May I read it quickly? Yeah, please do. That'd be great. Okay, sure. By the way, while you're finding that, I've got to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back to hear that poem. So, here we go. There comes a time when you know you need to restart and regain control of your life. A time to seek freedom from the anxiety, addiction, and other issues that may be bringing you down. A time to heal and re-emerge as the real you. Villa Kalima is a holistic residential recovery program exclusively for women for individualized treatment. Villa Kalima offers proven clinical and holistic therapies for the mind, body, and spirit to assure sustainable recovery. Villa Kalima focuses on healing the cause, not temporarily masking symptoms. It's the only way to truly recover and find yourself again. Villa Kalima is located in a beautiful, peaceful, resort-like setting and is a licensed and accredited residential treatment center accepting a variety of health insurances. Start your healing and renewal today by calling Villa Kalima in La Costa, California at 760-814-8214. 760-814-8214. Villa Kalima, a place for transformation. Have you recently used your phone, computer, and Wi-Fi and wondered if they might be affecting your sleep, focus, or possibly even your well-being? Living Design Technology has investigated recent developments in how electromagnetic energy coming from a variety of sources, including cell phone, Wi-Fi, microwave, radio, and TV, are impacting people and their environment. They have developed simple, effective tools that support the harmonizing of the electromagnetic energies present in your home, office, and car. Living Design Technology works by providing the information nature needs to balance the electromagnetic energies 
in your environment. It's amazing. Nature is actually doing the work when living design technology is present. Find out more at livingdesigntechnology.com forward slash courage and put in the code courage to get 20% off your first order. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is Kendi Foster, your host, and I'm speaking with Dr. Norman Rosenthal. He's got a new book out there, Poetry Rx, and this book is uh, soon to be, I believe, a bestseller. Uh, why? Because I believe all of us need that inspiration, that uh, connection to ourselves in a deep way. And this book helps you to do that because it's got poems from some of the most prolific and um, wise poets out there. So uh, did you find that poem, Dr. I did, yes, yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, this was um, a young pilot uh, just before the Second World War um, who wrote this poem and sent it home to his parents in Canada. Here it goes. High Flight by John Gillespie McGee, Jr., Oh, I have slipped the surly bonds of earth and danced the skies on laughter-silvered wings. Sun would have climbed and joined the tumbling mirth of sun-split clouds and done a hundred things you have not dreamed of, wheeled and soared and swung high in the sunlit silence. Hovering there, I've chased the shouting wind along and flung my eager craft through footless halls of air. Up, up, the long, delirious burning blue. I've topped the windswept heights with easy grace where never lark or even eagle flew. And while with silent, lifting mind I've trod the high, untrespassed sanctity of space, put out my hand and touched the face of God. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's that's powerful. It it inspires me. And I'm sure it inspires our audience. You know, poems I think sometimes help us get in touch with those feelings, the high ones and sometimes the low ones. And um sometimes we don't want to feel those feelings. We want to just deny those feelings and move on. How does poetry help us kind of stay in it, in, you know, in the book, in, in what we need to stay in to move, to move our life forward, really? Yeah. Sometimes we can be deep in depression or deep in grief or deep in anxiety or, or deep in worry or concern. And how does the poetry help people to move past that, would you say? Well... You know, I think every poem is different and every person is in a different situation. Um, so, for example, um, one poem that I love is um, The Waking by um, Theodore Ruthke. Theodore Ruthke had bipolar depression, manic depression, and he struggled to just wake up and get going in the morning to judged by the uh, poem that I'm going to read you in just a moment. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm not going to waste your time looking for it, but it's I wake to sleep and take my waking slow. I feel the fear in what I cannot know, and so on and so forth. It's 
It's how some people, for some people, just getting up in the morning and putting one foot in front of the other yeah. is a challenge all by itself. You don't have to encounter wars and famine yeah. and COVID and this and this. Yeah. Just getting going. And I spoke with a 94-year-old woman who's a poetry lover. Mm. And she at night, she flips through a book of her favorite poems and she sees where it opens up and she reads that and it helps her. And so I, I told her the poem, The Waking by Rothke. And I said to her, you know, this is a guy who's having a hard time just deciding how do I get up and get going in the morning? She said, that's what I do every single morning. Mm. Every single morning I have to say, can I get up? Can I make it through another day? Can I muster up the energy to start walking again at 94? God bless her that she was sort of so lucid and able to communicate it. Putting one foot in front of the other here. I have found it. May I read it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please do. Yeah. I wake to sleep and take my waking slow. I feel my fate in what I cannot fear. I learn by going where I have to go. We think by feeling. What is there to know? I hear my being dance from ear to ear. I wake to sleep and take my waking slow. Of those so close beside me, which are you? God bless the ground. I shall walk softly there and learn by going where I have to go. Light takes the tree. But who can tell us how the lowly worm climbs up a winding stair? I wake to sleep and take my waking slow. Great nature has another thing to do to you and me. So take the lively air and, lovely, learn by going where you go. The shaking keeps me steady. I should know what falls away is always and is near. I wake to sleep and take my waking slow. I learn by going where I have to go. <laughs> wow, that's that's another amazing poem in there. And um, I think that when I hear those, what happens for me is that there's a calming effect of poetry. There's a sense of slowing down to maybe succeed. There's a sense of becoming one uh, with the poet, with the author, with the speaker that's speaking that. I think that it's interesting when I hear poems like that, it, um, I feel very connected to the poet. Um, yeah, it, because I think it touches, again, our humanity. Yeah. I put on the screen the uh, Poetry Rx. Uh, Dr. Rosenthal, can you tell people where they can get the book? Yes, yes. Uh, luckily, Amazon, which is most people's go-to place, uh, has it. But it's it's in many fine bookstores and online vehicles. But uh, Amazon is as good a place as any, and it's available in hardcover for people who like that, or paperback, but also on Audible. And they're two really excellent um, voice actors who have read them. The male parts read by a a male uh, reader and the female passed by a, a woman actor. And uh, there's also, of course, Kindle. So there's many different ways to enjoy it. I I love the hard copy because I love to see it written on the page and how the poet has, has lined it up and centered it and so on and so forth. That's interesting. Um, 
You know, when I was young, I listened to music and music helped me to define my life, define who I was, to help me to design my life, actually. And I now, of course, you know, I still I still love music. I connect to it. But poetry also has this ability to help us go deep into ourselves, into our our nature and helps us to define meaning in our lives. Um, have you found that with the poems that you've, uh, you've put together in the book? Yeah, you know, meaning is definitely something it can help us with. There's, there is a whole section here on the search for meaning and the design for living. Um, they're, they're, as I say, I've tried to divide it into five parts corresponding to five big categories that every one of us experiences, loving and losing, responding to nature, the human experience, um, the design for living, as I said, and the last phase of aging and dying. But one young man says that there was a certain poem that saved his life. And uh, I'd like to read that. It's very short. It's only about 24 words long. Oh, please do. We've got uh, maybe a minute and a half, two minutes to go here. Gwendolyn Brooks, We Real Cool. We Real Cool. It's called The Pool Players, Seven at the Golden Shovel. And Gwendolyn Brooks was walking past a pool room and saw these seven players playing and They should have been at school, and she thought, where are these guys going to end? And here is her putting herself in the mind of these pool players and what they might be thinking. Here goes. We real cool, we. Left school, we. Lurk late, we. Strike straight, we. Sing sin, we. Thin gin, we. Jazz June, we. Die soon. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd need to read that 50 times <laughs> to absorb, I don't know, 50, maybe <clears throat> maybe five or six times to really absorb the essence of that. That's that's very deep. This young man said that it really brought home to him how quick the the progression is from skipping school, lurking late, yeah. et cetera, et cetera to dying. And we see that with our young people, with these terrible opiate epidemics and violence epidemics. And it doesn't take long from being in school to dying too soon. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think what it also brings for me is gratitude, gratitude for the moments, the time that we have right this moment and to take those moments very seriously. The moment we spend together, we don't know if we'll have another moment like that. We just don't. And poetry helps us to do that. It helps us to bring us back to our home, to our soul. Dr. Rosenthal, I hope, Norman, you will come back and we'll do this again. <clears throat> I think this is a segment of my show that I, <clears throat> I, I would like to do more and more again. So thank you for this. Thank you for the opportunity. It's always a joy to talk with you, Ken. Uh, and you too, sir. Well, for those of you that are just joining us, I hope you'll replay this show. I hope you'll share it with your family and friends. Because what, as we discuss, poetry can do is help you to awaken that soul. Awaken your inner 
energy, that inner child, that compassion, that love, that joy, that passion, that um, that drills or that brings the joy in our life. <laughs> so, and also can help us really connect with ourselves. So until next time, I hope that you will watch us on YouTube, go to voicesofcourage.us and see some of our replays. Tell five friends about the show. That'd be amazing. Actually, it'd be amazing if you just tell one friend about the show. Commit to it. You know, if you like what we're doing and you want to have more goodness in the world and share more knowledge and wisdom and understanding in the world, that's what the show is about. And um, I hope you'll share it with everybody. Until next time, I hope you will continue to see the unseeable and know the unknowable and do the impossible. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Voices of Courage podcast. I'm your host, Ken D. Foster. Today, we're talking about the courage to realize freedom is your birthright. What does that really even mean? You know, we're born in the United States. We're born in the country. You know, I know you're hearing me around the world, but I'm talking about those that are born in the United States right now. We're born in a country that claims to be a country of liberty and freedom. We have freedom of expression. We have freedom of the press. We have a lot of freedoms in this country. But are you free? What does that mean for you to be free? Are you free to experience what you want in this world? Are you free to have health? Are you free to be able to um, have the relationships, have the life that you really want? You know, freedom is a choice but a lot of times we're wrapped up in a bondage. What is the bondage? It's our limitations. It's our limiting beliefs that keep us whole, held like a spider web. You try to get out and you just pop back in. You can't get out. Maybe you're having challenges uh, with your finances today. Maybe you have challenges with your health today. Maybe you have challenges just, you know, not feeling fully expressed of who you are. Maybe you're having a challenge of not really knowing who you are, right? Well, if you listen to the show on an ongoing basis, you're going to get the wisdom, the understanding, and the truth to be able to break free from any kind of negative patterns in your life. Today, I have a very special guest. She's got a book out there, and that book is called Freedom Is Your Birthright. That's why I'm talking about it. So when I come back from the break, we're going to, um, we're going to be talking with her. Wait to hear who it is. I've written a new book. It's called The Courage to Change Everything, Daily Strategies and Wisdom to Unlock Your Genius, Your Soul, and to Transform Your Life. So it's daily. 
strategies. I wrote this specifically because over the years I've noticed in my own life and in the lives of my clients that, listen, a little inspiration doesn't get it. A little wisdom doesn't get it. A little action doesn't get it. It's daily dripping on the mind, dripping on those actions, taking specific focused actions towards your dreams and setting specific goals, right? Goals help us to transform the little self into the possibilities that we have in each of us. All of us are given dreams. And if you're sitting there and you're not manifesting that dream, it's just a little bit of you is chipping away every day that's not happening until you finally wake up and say, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to connect with something greater than myself, my force, my God, my life, my universe, whatever. I don't care what you call it. You tune into that force and that's what's going to get you to the next level. Well, here we are. You know, isn't this a day, great day to create freedom in our life? Well, my guest is in the studio. Her name is Dr. Dravon James. She is an international speaker, a radio host, and author of Freedom is Your Birthright. She is the founder of Everyday Peace, a platform to help you become inspired and build the life of your dreams. She's also host of her weekly show or radio show. It's called Everyday Peace. It's on Unity Radio. Dr. Dravon James, I've had you on the show a few times because every time you ha- you're on this show, you give me inspiration and wisdom and understanding. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, I am so glad to be here as well. It's good to see you. Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year to you too. Yeah. Um, so how does the act of uh, uh, resisting tr- stress, a lot of people are resisting stress, Oh, I don't want it. I'm moving away from it. I'm not going to do it. How does, how does that uh, impact their lives? I, it, se- it seems like the right thing to do. You don't want something. You resist it. You build a blockade around yourself and it should work, right? Except it doesn't work, right? Because we know that whatever we focus on, whatever we give our attention on, and to resist something requires that we focus on it. We've got to focus on it to resist it. So whatever we give our attention to, we draw more of that or of that kind into our lives. So for example, if you're building a blockade, you say, you know, I I, I don't want to be late. I don't want to be late. If we build this blockade, we resist that being late. We draw, we're focusing on that. So what do we end up doing? We end up being late. The same with other things. You know, whatever it is, that we want to resist, I encourage people to open up, to explore, right? To lean in, right? Shine what I call the light of awareness on it. Start to explore that, right? And then by that way, you know, then you can consciously say, okay, I'm open, right? I've explored. And that thing that you don't want now, now you can start to think about what are the things that I do want? What are the things that I do want? I don't have to worry about blocking out the things that I don't want. I put my focus on the things that I do want. I've explored that. If I decide I still don't want that, start to open up energies and focus towards what I do want, thereby making more room in your life for those things that you do want. So no energy goes to resistance. It is just not in our favor. Whatever we put all that energy into resisting, we draw more of that into our life more things that we want to resist in our life. And we just have this really heavy existence, you know, full full of things that need to be resisted, right? So let's build in the other way. Let's focus on the things that we want to draw into our lives instead. Well, one of the things I loved you just said, the light of awareness. You know, a lot of times people are not aware. And here's what I mean by that. They, uh, They think they're making the right choices for their life. But if they look at the results... They go, well, maybe I'm not making the right choices, right? 
hindsight sometimes can really help us to uh, create a, a compelling future if we're willing to really look at what's not working. And what we're talking about right now is stress. I mean, um, you know, how, so give me, give me this then. Um, how do we change our perception of stress and get out of it? <laughs> yeah, we're all looking for that, right? So the first thing to know about stress is like trying to get down to a 0% of stress, not going to happen, right? Because not all stress is bad stress, right? You're getting married, stressful. You're having a baby, stressful. You're moving around across the country, stressful. And those may all be very desirable things in your life, but they do come bundled with a degree of stress. So looking at stress from the perspective is sometimes it's not necessarily a bad thing, right? But we do need to be aware that it's there because even that stress that causes a happy ending can have a wear and tear on our existence if we don't manage it properly. Again, leaning into stress. I love to change your perspective on stress by saying, looking at the, the, the totality of the thing, not just saying, oh my gosh, I don't like this and just leaving it there. Well, what is it that I don't like about it? Well, what would I like to be different? Really exploring, because as we're exploring that thing that we think is bringing us so much stress, and it may very well be bringing us stress, but as we lean in and explore that, we become more aware of, of ourselves and what it is that we do want or what it is that does trigger us to do more. You know, someone great once said, Abraham Hicks once said, that once you know what you don't like, right? You understand what you do like. So becoming really aware, not just saying, oh, this stresses me out. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk, what is it about this exactly? What is it about the whole, you know, the big thing now is the pandemic still, you know, ongoing COVID, right? And it's stressful for people. What is exactly that stresses you about it? Not just, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed about it because that's the most popular thing to say, but let's look and decide about you, becoming aware of you. This whole journey becomes more enlightened and more, more productive and more beautiful even the more you understand you. And the more you understand you, the more giving you can be of yourself to society as, as a whole. Well, you know, I, the one thing you're saying I really like about that, I like a bunch of things you're saying, but what I, what I was wanting to comment on is um, once you take a little deeper dive into what, uh, you know, what about <clears throat> this stresses me out, um, I think there's another piece to that. And that is, how could I release that so it doesn't stress me out, right? It's that yes. other question. It's that other side of that. Mm -hmm. So people aren't just continuing, just, you know, running the same old thoughts over and over again. Our thoughts create our, our focus. Our focus creates our reality. So, right. you know, it's, uh, yeah, we got to shift that around. Um, so how, uh, you know, you're working with coaching clients all the time and individuals that uh, you know, come to you, they're stressed out, they're, they're worried, they're concerned, they're, they're, uh, they're ready to do something different. Um, what happens once they shift? What happens for them usually? You know, there's an old adage, and we use it a lot in my, in my um, coaching group, Leaders in High Heels. When you change how you look at the world, the world that you look at changes, right? So that's all about shifting your perspective. When you understand one thing for certain, that everything, even those things that have shown up in your life that cause stress, Everything, the good, the bad, and everything in between that has shown up in your life has shown up for one reason and one reason only. And that reason is to bow down and serve you as you consciously create your next level of greatness. You are going to need the skills that you acquire 
during this stressful event. What well, that skill could be learning how, how to change your perspective, how to grow, because what you're not going to be able to do, new here's a spoiler alert, none of us can do it. We cannot foresee and prevent every unwanted thing that's going to happen in our life or even in our day, right? Some of those things are going to be beyond our control. We're not going to want them to happen. But since they have happened, our responsibility is to learn and to grow from them. Right. And so in this moment, right, whatever, whatever you happen to be going through in this moment, switching your perspective to a woe from a woe is me to, oh, oh, that's me. Right. <laughs> and learning through that. So this is what I'm meant to learn through that. I'm going to need more patience. Maybe I'm going to need more skills, more, you know, just, you know, brain, brain power on this, whatever. I'm going to need, maybe need to be more courageous. Right. I'm making the same decision over and over again. And guess what? I'm getting the same results over and over again. Awareness, time to make a different decision. Right. So these things are meant not to break us. They're really meant to strengthen us. Right. And looking at stress that way. Now, this is not to say that. you're. Well, not that, listen, to I, I've got to uh, before we go on with that, I got to take a quick break. Um, but when we come back, you know, I know what my audience would love. They would like a few more strategies to overcome stress. So maybe we can talk about those when we get back from the break. Absolutely. Okay. I'm Ian Clark with Activation Products, here to tell you that I get the deepest sleeps at night without counting sheep. Ease is transdermal magnesium which means it absorbs through your skin. And many people are deficient in magnesium, which means they have too much calcium. When you've got too much calcium in your body, you can end up with heart palpitations, sore muscles, stiff joints, anxiety, and definitely poor sleep patterns. When you apply ease to start your day, then regardless of the stressors in your life, you can rest blissfully because we've sold more than 750,000 bottles of this effective spray helping countless people fall asleep without counting sheep. Right to your door in just a few days, we'll deliver your brain the fuel it needs. You can now expect unexpected surges of joyful mental energy. Then click the link below, and for less than a dollar a day, you can upgrade your health right now. There comes a time when you know you need to restart and regain control of your life. A time to seek freedom from the anxiety, addiction, and other issues that may be bringing you down. A time to heal and re-emerge as the real you. Villa Kalima is a holistic residential recovery program exclusively for women for individualized treatment. Villa Kalima offers proven clinical and holistic therapies for the mind, body, and spirit to assure sustainable recovery. Villa Kalima focuses on healing the cause, not temporarily masking symptoms. It's the only way to truly recover and find yourself again. Villa Kalima is located in a beautiful, peaceful, resort-like setting and is a licensed and accredited residential treatment center accepting a variety of health insurances. Start your healing and renewal today by calling Villa Kalima in La Costa, California at 760-814-8214. 760-814-8214. Villa Kalima, a place for transformation.
Well, welcome back, everybody. Hey, this is Ken Foster. I'm with Dr. Dravon James. We're talking about the courage to realize freedom is your birthright. Freedom from stress is what we're talking about. So what uh, what are some ways that uh, some additional ways you've already given us some tips on how to yeah. do this, but some additional strategies, how to release that stress in uh, in our lives? Ken, this is one of my number one um, requested topics. I'm so glad we're talking about it. And I want to say that stress, just like a computer virus, you know, is brewing in, inside of us all the time. And we, the better we are at releasing it is the faster we can become aware of it. So the, my number one tip is to stay in tune with yourself. And a very quick and easy way to do that is through what I call, not me, but there's a phrase called body scanning. And it's really, really easy. I, I love to tell clients, set your phone three timers a day, just you know, time off and you know, okay, let me do a quick body scan. And that's just by sitting quiet for a minute or two, really it's quiet fast and easy. And just become aware from the soles of your feet, all of your body, just become silently aware of how do your feet feel? How do your ankles feel? Your calves come all the way up till you get to the crown of your head. And as you're asking silently to yourself, right, you could do this in a room of people, right? Just checking on yourself. You're just doing a check-in, a physical check-in. This is so important because guess what? The mind can lie and say, no, I'm not stressed. The body doesn't lie. It says, yes, I'm stressed. I'm holding it in my calves or I'm holding it in my shoulders and in my neck, right? And when you feel that stress and tension there, the next thing is just to gently ask yourself questions. What's going on? What are you feeling? What's bothering you, right? And just learning to release that way. Sometimes just asking the question, you know, how often does someone stop and ask us, how are you doing today? And really want to wait for a true answer, right? Well, that first person, that consistent individual can be you. Checking in on yourself is a great way to de-stress, right? And then providing yourself really simple things, you know, time away from wherever the stressful event is, fresh air, right? Lots of water, lots of water. I cannot overemphasize hydration. It's very, very important. Unless you have a health condition that prevents you from hydrating, I encourage everyone to hydrate more than what they're currently doing. Hydration, hydration, hydration. Flushes, it keeps the system flushed and running smoothly. And then we mentioned fresh air. Another thing is we talked about moments of silence, just sitting in silence. And then my favorite one, leaning in and addressing the issue straight on. Because we are adults now, right? And we can do that, right? Leaning in, and sometimes it's even addressing ourselves, not being able to say no. No is a full answer, right? It is the answer and the reason and becoming becoming very comfortable with that. Not overcommitting yourself. Stress is so often, a lot of times, especially with women, right? The inability to say no without a, a strong, or they say, um, a really good explanation. No explanation needed. Become very, very comfortable with that. Knowing that when you are in your healthiest state, you can give your grade A help to every situation. So avoid spreading yourself thin. Really avoid that. that. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for that. That's, That's what I wanted from my audience. I wanted some of your strategies. That's awesome. Let me switch gears a little bit. You, you know, let's talk about the freedom is your birthright. Uh, your book, you know, it's out there. And uh, I know people can get it, uh, what, on Amazon? and uh, yeah, Available on Amazon, has been an Amazon top seller before, so we're really excited about that. It's a great book. Yeah. It's a st- book full of strategies, easy. I like to keep everything easy. We're so busy. This book is under 100 pages on purpose. It's intended for you to go from cover to cover and then go back and use it as a reference. Understand how to use your words to improve your life. 
right? How to gently change your perspective so that it benefits the person that you want to become and keep so you can unleash the person that you've been. Let that person go off to the side and become and exhibit the characteristics of the person that you want to become easily. That person's inside of you already. So learning how to open up into that person. Freedom is your birthright. You can change your perspective on everything so that it gets you to the journey that you want to have in life. Well, that's a good question. You know, what is the journey that people want to have? I think most people are seeking, you know, some form of happiness. They're Mm -hmm. looking to be happy. They're looking to be joyful. They're looking to be secure. Does this book help us get to that place? It really, it really does. You know, I do these um, posts for my leaders in high heels and earlier or last week I did this post, you know, I was working out and it just, it came to my mind that we all want the same thing. Now, how it manifests in our life, you know, how we define it is different. You hit it on the head. We all want to be happy. We all want to know that at the end of the day, no matter what we had to do, we're going to return to our place of living happy, whole, and complete, right? And it may look different for each and every one of us. We're individuals, right? But Becoming and exploring what that is to you, not what the media says it should be to you, what that is to you. And can I give you a quick example? I'm working with a client right now who just turned down a huge promotion, right? Lots of money, right? But it didn't fit with her example of her image of happiness, right? Be courageous in that. Exploring yourself, being in exploring what makes you happy and then pursuing becoming that individual. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's great. And uh, let's, uh, you know, you're, you're leading a lot of a lot of people today, you know, you've, you've accomplished so much. I mean, you're, you know, you're a pharmacist, you're an author, you're you know, you're, uh, aren't you, you're, you have children, don't you? Or do you I have two children? Wow, well, you got two. I thought you're a mom. You've got, you know, you've got, <laughs> you're an executive coach. You're working as a coach. You're writing more stuff, you know. You're teaching workshops where, okay, so talk about stress. That could create stress, but you obviously manage that, not stress-free because we talked about that, but at a level of mindfulness that works for you. How did you get there in the first place? And then, you know, how would you teach others to get there? Oh, I'm glad you asked that question. People often ask me, how do you do so much? And because I've learned the art of saying no to the things that are not moving me in the direction of what I want to accomplish in my life. I encourage everyone to be really comfortable with that, that two-letter word, no. Because, But before you can get comfortable with that, you really have to first become comfortable with who you are and what resonates with you without shame, guilt, or condemnation, right? This is who I am. This is how I want to show up in the world. This is what's important to me. Doesn't mean those other things are not important. They're just not meant for me to do at this junction in my life. And this, I have to say, Ken, you don't need to have all of the answers, right? People feel like I got to know everything. No, you do not. You just need to know that you want to move in this direction. As you as you start moving, questions will come up, answers will come up. You don't need all the answers at the very beginning. I get people all of the time that I'm coaching who are looking to answer every question, dot every I, cross every T at the very beginning, and they haven't even made a move on their passion yet. I encourage you, make a move today, any move. Don't spend the entire year planning, right? Action will it will help you to make the next plan, but you've got to start moving. And that's what it's been for me. I've, I've 
set on this course, you know, of uh, teaching this philosophy, everyday peace and, and acting and being a mom. Those are the things that were important to me and practicing pharmacy. And I started doing it. And yes, there were things, it was stressful. It still is stressful days, but the stress is balanced because I stay aware of myself. I'm doing my body scans. I know when I need more water. I know when I need to take a break, right? Becoming aware one day at a time in your own pace. It is your race. You're not racing against anyone. Take all that pressure off of you. You know, we're looking around. I love social media, but sometimes that's quite stressful, isn't it? You look around and say, oh my gosh, this person's doing that. That person is doing that. But then you have to go back to yourself and say, yes, and I'm doing this. And that's just fine. And that's just fine. I love that. All right, listen, I'm going to take another quick break and then we'll be right back with Dr. Dravon James. And... Have you recently used your phone, computer, and Wi-Fi and wondered if they might be affecting your sleep, focus, or possibly even your well-being? Living Design Technology has investigated recent developments in how electromagnetic energy coming from a variety of sources, including cell phone, Wi-Fi, microwave, radio, and TV, are impacting people and their environment. They have developed simple, effective tools that support the harmonizing of the electromagnetic energies present in your home, office, and car. Living Design Technology works by providing the information nature needs to balance the electromagnetic energies in your environment. It's amazing. Nature is actually doing the work when Living Design Technology is present. Find out more at livingdesigntechnology.com forward slash courage and put in the code COURAGE to get 20% off your first order. Well, welcome back, everybody. Dr. John James is talking about the courage to realize freedom is your birthright. And we've got about three minutes left in the show right now. It goes to buy so fast. You know, mind is over emotion. Emotion over our actions, actions over results, and results are over our destiny. So at the level of mind, a lot of times it's the, uh, the thoughts, the positive thoughts, the words we focus on, right? So what is utilizing the power of words uh, – mean to you, Dr. Dravon James. And like I said, I got about two and a half minutes left. Give us a give us a, a kicker at the end here so people can really focus on their mind and changing it up. Absolutely. I want to give you a phrase first that I hope everybody will use every day. I am enough. Put that in your arsenal of phrases, say it every day. The most convincing voice that your ears will ever hear is yours. Your self-talk will determine how far you go on your decided destiny. That's good. That's good. So, you know, uh, with those, with that little sentence, I am enough, if somebody were just to be with that, you know, one of the words I've been working on over the new year is I am patient. I am patient, mm -hmm. right? You know, that slows me down, slow down to succeed, right? Those yeah. words start to, when we start to realize them, not just think of, we have to realize that experience in our life. Yeah. That's what changes everything. 
start to feel it all over you, right? You start to feel that I am patient and your heart rate starts to calm down. Your voice starts to calm down. You start to move in that in that space of being patient. You know, I am enough is everything for me. Realizing that, yeah, this I am enough right here in this moment. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really good. All right. So um, in just a, a moment, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the leaders in uh, high heels? That's oh, you. I love to you talk about leader in high heel. <laughs> leaders in high heels is a fun coaching group for women who are looking to move to their next level of greatness and understand how to use leadership skills to improve every area of your life. So I have women in the group who have come because they want to move to the next um, level in their career or in their business. People who have said, you know, I want to learn how to use leadership skills to improve my personal relationships. And then people who have come to use leadership skills to take dominion over certain health conditions. Leadership skills have been working across the board in so many industries and they can work for you, for women. We're utilizing them sometimes, but not with the right mix. So I teach that to women. It's in a fun, friendly environment and you will see results quickly learning how to use leadership skills. It's a fun way to interact. And this, uh, they, can, they can find your group on Facebook, Leaders in High Heels, uh, Dr. Jovan James, right? Is that Absolutely. right? Okay. Yeah, and you can find more on my Facebook group and on my uh, website, which is just drdravonjames.com. Drdravonjames.com. Wow. I love it. Well, again, we've had a blast together. Any final words for the audience? Just to remember, your self-talk is everything. Stick with that phrase this week. I am enough. I'd love to get feedback on that. I am enough all week long. All week long, maybe all month long. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. All righty. Well, thank you so much for being here today. And um, I will continue to say I am enough. I love you are, it. You are indeed. <laughs> I love it. Take care, doctor. Thank you. For all of you, thank you for listening to Voices of Courage today. Hey, if you have a family member or friend that, that you think would benefit from this show, we really uh, encourage you to go out and contact them today. Let them know about us. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and LinkedIn, all the, all the social media sites we're on. And uh, you can also go to our website, VoicesOfCourage.us, to get all the replays. You can go to YouTube. If you like, find Voices of Courage on YouTube. You can subscribe to our channel so you never miss a show. So also, you know, we've got some amazing sponsors. Um, and, um, you know, I hope you'll check out activationproducts.com. Man, if you are looking to take your health to the next level, it is about activating your life with activation products. So I hope you'll check them out. We also have uh, Recovery uh, Center, Villa Cali Ma. Uh, via Kalima in uh, San Diego. That's a great recovery center for women if you know anybody that's suffering. And uh, of course, we also have our sponsor, Living Design, who is helping you to uh, protect yourself from the uh, uh, G5, uh, the uh, electromagnetic energy that's coming in from Wi-Fi and, and 5G and some of the other uh, areas. So, all right. I hope you check them out. Till next time. I pray that you will continue to be the best version of yourself that you possibly can and continue to see the unseeable and know the unknowable and do the impossible. Take care.